What's going on, Sky Squad? We are back in the building, and I have been wanting to do this interview for such a long time. But I purposely actually wanted to wait a little bit because I wanted to make sure we had some like things to talk about that people would be seeing you featured in in terms of the Real Housewives of New York City. I am here with Brashan Shaw, who is uh, an amazing friend of the show this season. I personally feel like should be main cast next season, but we'll get into all of that <laughs> in just one second. Thank you so much for taking out some time to do this. I appreciate you. Oh, thank you so much. You know, I love you. I love your content. I love what you do online. So of course, of course, I'm so happy. Yes. Thank you. So I want to go back before um, New York. Can you tell people you were, this isn't your first foray into reality TV. Tell people where they have, they might have seen you before. So you may have seen me. I was on a show called Love in the City in, in New York. So it was about four women on the rise in New York City doing their thing, um, making it happen. It was on the OWN Network. So Oprah handpicked us and she loved our energy. She loved that we were making noise in New York and rising to the top. Okay. Okay. How did you feel leaving that experience? Did you feel like I want to do more reality TV or did you feel like I don't know about it? You know, I like the experience because it was me. You know, I'm me. Like, no, everyone who knows Vershawn knows. They see me and they're like, that is you. You're not putting up a front. You're not trying to be something you're not. So I liked it because people got to really know me. And, uh, you know, Oprah, she all about inspiration and positivity. So she didn't want any mess on her show. She was like, nope, just a docuseries talking about how you rise as a young person in New York. So I love that. I respected that because we sometimes see the other thing, but we don't see how you really got there. And I like yeah. the show because it was like the behind the scenes of behind the scenes. Okay. I also want to talk about your journey between that show in New York, because there's there's been some years and you've been working. Can you tell us what what that experience has been like since then, what have you been up to in the time between? Oh, yes. Yeah. So I know people don't know. Um, I'm a stage four breast cancer survivor. And um, I was given three months to live. Literally three months. Um, cancer was all over my body. And, and basically, I just told my mind, I'm going to beat this. I'm going to win. I'm going to go and get busy living. And I'm going to do everything. And from that journey... Um, came out of that journey, I started speaking and coaching. So I remember mm. how it started. Literally, my doctor at Johns Hopkins was like, we want you to speak and be the keynote. And I was like, me? Why? The keynote? She was like, yeah, because Brasha, I used to come into chemo, baby, with like red pumps and, and lipstick and like faux furs and all kind of stuff looking high. I was like, look, I ain't done. I'm not doing the sweatsuit and the headband. I ain't doing all that, right? I came flying and people noticed me, but it wasn't that, but it had, it was self-love because I wasn't buying into... I'm dying, I'm getting sick. I wasn't buying into that. And so I think you are what you think and you are what you believe. Mm. So literally from that event, people were like, you're such an inspiration. We want you to speak. Do you do business coaching? Do you speak? And I literally 
my speaker career came from that event. One person, then another person, then another person recommended me. Then I started speaking for corporations, organizations, individuals, and started coaching and literally uh, went back to NYU, uh, got my master's uh, in communications business, and it just took off. Like literally. Wow. Yeah, yeah the business took off. And so you've also written about your experience. Well, I, I would say it's actually more than about the experience. You've written, I think, for women who are interested in building better and bigger lives for themselves. How did that come about? You know, because I used to play small, right? And I was afraid of living my best life. I was afraid to go for my business. And, you know, I was married and it was really about him. And I put mm. myself on the back burner. But what I realized is that it wasn't about him. It was really about me. I was just too afraid to step into it. I was too afraid to go for it, right? And so I think what that taught me is that I played small in the marriage. And mm. I was like, no more. I'm not doing that anymore. I have a voice. I'm speaking up. I'm standing up. I'm bold. Let me live my life and make my money. And from the divorce, something clicked. Like I have it all within, within me. You know how it just clicks? Like the mm -hmm. light bulb went off and I went for it. And so I became successful in my own right in a seven figure business, right? Doing it my own way with my own right. No handouts, no silver spoon. Nobody gave me anything. People started booking me. I started coaching. I started speaking in Germany and Switzerland and in India and in London and Paris and Brazil. And I really turned my business into something amazing. And so that's what happened. I wanted, and I'm so glad you touched on all those things because I wanted to also establish for people who may not have seen you before Real Housewives of New York, that you've been in the business of, you know, just doing this on your own for a long time. And just a confession for those of you guys who are watching, actually, I had lunch with Bershawn via a mutual friend before she joined the show. So I just knew that you were a light. You know what I mean? The first time I met you, I was just like, I love this woman because you have such good energy. And I don't, I, it comes across on the screen, but I want people to know that in, in real life, that this is this is who you are um so i thought that was important to say let's and talk let me, about can i comment on that can i comment yeah, on that absolutely it was so funny so i was looking on twitter and this guy said at first i thought you were phony but then i'm like no you really live like this you really are like this he was like i love it he was like you need to show that you like i hope they bring you back because i want to see that side i want to see a different side i don't want to see the same old characters doing the same old thing over and over he was like i follow you and i'm looking at your stories he was like you live like that he was like that's something that's a breath of fresh air you're infectious but he was like you need to teach the audience about that shit. that's exactly what he yep, said yep he was like he was like, I'm telling you, this is something like you got to put it in a bottle. He was like, I really F-U-C-K you. <laughs> he was like, I was like, yeah, because you know what it is? Let me tell you, when you have seen death and when mm. you know tomorrow isn't promised, baby, you live. Tomorrow isn't promised. Like you don't know when I had to go to Johns Hopkins, have a tube in my arm, MRI, CT scans, PET scans, taking blood, all of this stuff over and over on a daily not knowing if you're going to wake up tomorrow, not knowing if the cancer is just going to really run through your body and take you out, not knowing that wakes you up. It mm. really does. So I live my life, honestly, unapologetically. 
I don't really give a shit what they say because they're going to say something anyway. Who cares? Yeah. 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 Talk about me. Okay, when, when. You know what I mean? Like Mm -hmm. you live on a different vibration. Mm. That's important. Did that level of thinking lead you to say yes to this experience in the housewives world? Like what was, walk me through that process in your mind. Like, because we know that you came in from what we see on this screen midway through the season. But so talk to us about how that came about. Yeah, so I, I said yes, because I'm a life coach, a business coach, and I wanted to challenge myself. And so, you know, yeah, you look online and you think, oh God, it's gonna be shady, it's gonna be negative, it's gonna be all this stuff. But I'm like, Rashawn, just be you, be authentic. Who cares? And if they love you, they love you. If they hate you, then I'm not your tribe. You know, I was shocked that it was like, everybody's like, oh my God, I love her. She's a breath of fresh air. She's funny. She's out, thank God. You know, and it was just because I wanted to be real. That's it. I just wanted to be me. And I just got a text, a DM from some young five white girls. They sent a picture and a mini video. They were like, stay the way you are. We look on TV and everybody's trying to be something. Everybody has Mm -hmm. this persona of what I should be, how I should be. And you're just you you're free you just are who you are and i'm like that's how i am in real life and everyone knows that so my friends are like no she is exactly how she is on the show like (laughs) not even phony you know and so i just wanted to show that we can be this i don't want to be put in a box this is how you should be on real housewives you got to be like this look I can argue, I can fight, I can make up. We can, it's a journey. I don't have to yeah. be like this own. Gotta say, I'm the villain. You know what I mean? I gotta be like this, let you have it. No, drama comes from real life situations. I, I will say that is exactly what I was thinking. And the your realness has made for some interesting moments on this season right. of the show. Right. Um, how, were you received, how... Walking into the group, were you received well by everyone? And what were your reactions to each of the ladies? So, I mean, you know, look, you know me, I'm a lot, right? I got big (laughs) personality, I'm loud, I'm a little outgoing, over the top, you know, but that's me, right? I'm not trying. So I guess, you know, I was like familiar and they were like, okay, hold on, who is she? Taking it back a little bit. They had to get to know me. As you've seen through some scenes, it was like, they didn't know me because I say that shit all the time to my friends. Stop being a grandma. Girl, come on, get your clothes up. Let's go. I say that all the time. But, you know, so I said it and it was like, okay, hold on, hold on, hold on. You know what I mean? So they took it a little bit the wrong way. So when I came on, it was like, whoa, you know. But then I got to know them one by one. I got to know them, you know. Who are you the closest to now in terms of having, or at least in the middle of watching all of this play out, who would you say you're the closest to at this point? I would say I definitely do talk to Ramona a lot. Mm -hmm. And, you know, Sonia and I, we, believe it or not, we, we exchange like business texts and stock markets. So when she and I both invest, we're like, do this, invest in this, don't do this. And so I talk to them. Definitely. I talk to them. The moment with Sonya and you, that was, I didn't see that coming. When they showed us the preview in the trailer, I thought that, you because we couldn't see you in that yeah. moment. We could only see that it was someone, with, we could see hair. Yeah. So at that moment, I was like, maybe she's arguing with Luann. 
Talk to me about that moment. Were you ever worried that that would become physical because it looked like a really fast explosion? Well, you know, that in that moment, it truly was not produced. It truly came out of nowhere. I think it was just, you know, we were a little tipsy. So he was a little tipsy and, you know, it, it, it exploded. Cause that, I really was going down to her room to get a gummy. This was off camera. I couldn't sleep. Leah had melatonin gummy. So I had to go down there and get a, a gummy. So that's why it's like, y'all think it wasn't produced. None of it. It really wasn't. It wasn't like, oh, go and start a pot. It really wasn't. It's just. It happened. You know how, like, look, if you get a little much too much to drink, somebody else get a little too much to drink, then it just goes overboard. And that's really what happened. You know, but, mm. but in the end, here's the thing. Like I said, it's always a learning experience for me. And I, I look, I'm a coach, but I'm not kumbaya. I'm not, oh God, can't talk, can't do. I curse like a sailor. I like to have fun. I live my life. That's me, right? I, so... If I get out of hand or whatever, okay, I'm gonna be the bigger woman. I don't fall into these traps because mm. because my life is so full and abundant. I don't need to throw you down the steps and stuff. Yeah. I don't yeah. get anything from that. How you and Ebony, I think I was expecting for you guys to automatically be bosom buddies as the two black women on the show it doesn't seem like that's happened as of yet what do you feel about your relationship and how and why there's friction there because i and why were you not invited to the black shabbat dance? I, let me no, right? let me let me not dance that? i'm not gonna dance around the question why were you not invited to that dinner because she went online when people asked her she said we'll see at the reunion and because i wanted to know too because i'm like you're black yeah she black i mean she said she'll see at the reunion i don't really know what that means because i, I look i like ebony and i like what she's standing for right mm -hmm. you know we do have to start having the conversations we gotta talk so in no way am I no damn, come on, I speak my mind. Let's be clear. My father marched in Selma. He went to Tuskegee. I grew up an activist. My parents were activists. This is what I live for. So I, my brother got beat to a pulp by cops. We tried to fight this for six years and we lost. So don't anyone say I'm not Black Lives Matter. Let's be crystal clear about that. What I am is I want to make change and I want it to happen. I don't want to just talk about it and nothing happens. I don't want to be the mouthpiece that, yeah, 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 and we don't do anything. I make change because I mentor 10 black kids in LA. I mentor four women that I paid for to go to university. I mentor at homeless shelters. I do the work, right? So it's all about doing the work. And so what I told Ebony is, you know, when you go with another audience, it's preachy because the way you are coming to them. As a coach, you can't talk to everybody the same. They won't get it. Mm. You know, you know, come on. Do you talk to the, the guy from Southeast DC the same way you talk to an investment banker, mm. right? Do they listen the same way? Or do you talk to the guy who, or the woman who um, has been in a bubble the same way you talk to somebody who's a protester, right? Yeah. You've got to understand everybody is going to get it. You've got to learn who they are. They have to learn who you are so you can real, they can hear you. Mm -hmm. We got to hear each other. That's what's yeah. happening. Yeah. Protesting. I get it. Okay. Protest. What's the conclusion? I want to see change after protest. I don't want to just be out there with a sign and nothing happens. 
Mm. You know what I mean? Mm. I don't want to see us just talking about it, talking about it, talking about it, and talking about it, and talking about it, and nothing happens. I want results. What I love, and I was, I'm glad you addressed the All Lives Matter comment because I, I, I wanted to specifically ask you that. I wanted you to talk about it, and, and you did. Thank you. I also like, and I know this is going to sound weird, that you guys do have two different approaches because I, I think what it also displays is that Black women are not a monolith and do not all think the same and do not all have the same perspective. So I think that this dynamic is actually much more interesting than some of the other things that have been pointed out. You know what I'm saying? Because there yeah. are not, there are multiple ways to achieve objectives. Exactly, exactly. So, and it's a little bit of editing with the all lives matter, right? So let's be clear, you, you know. Because that was not something you said. Yeah, I mean, it's a little bit of, you know, come on, it's TV. But when I say this, I'm tired of us as Blacks being pushed to the side, being not in the conversation, being our, our black brothers are getting murdered, our, you know, in the streets, our black sisters were dying in jail because we're not respected, because they don't care. When I'm saying something like that, I'm saying, look, everybody matter. You know what I mean? We got to stop this. The reason that is so much divide, div divisiveness and division is because we've been oppressed, we've been suppressed, and they don't respect us. Mm. I want the damn respect. And mm. I want it for Blacks. Yes, of course. I'm a Black woman with a Black mother and father. Come on. And I've been fighting for my brother for six years. And I'm going to continue the fight. Because you don't know what I do. The audience doesn't know that I put Black women through school. That I put Black men through college. That I mentor them um, every other Saturday at 7 a.m. They don't know that. But I don't mm. put this in rah-rah on my Instagram because it's from my heart. No right. one needs to know that. Because I do the work. What I want us to do is not just hold a sign, not just talk about it, really do something about it. That's my plan. So when I have a platform, I want a platform where people can hear and understand and we really have change. The conclusion is that change happens. Do you think that, and, and, just, and I want you to answer this the best way you can because mm -hmm. I know it's a difficult question to answer. Do you think that the audience was ready for this, these conversations? Because I know that people have had so much to say. Do you know if the audience was ready for it? Or do you think that we'll look back? Because this is what I've been thinking. I've been thinking that we will look back on this season and realize how pivotal it was. Yeah, I, I think the audience wasn't ready for it. No, I don't think the audience wasn't ready for it. So I think like I said, you gotta know your audience, right? Mm -hmm. So people want entertainment. You know, gotcha. I, like, so I've been looking online, of course, everybody is saying, you know, they think she's too preachy, she's flat, she's boring, all of that stuff. I respect her for bringing the conversation across. I just would have done it differently. You know gotcha. what I mean? Not like in an educational way, like we're in school, I would have done it like, I wanna really hear the dialogue. I really wanna know, have you been around Black people. Have you really been around people? I want to know because people are ignorant because they haven't been around. You got to understand we stick in our own bubble. Even Black mm -hmm. people, even Asian people, even Indian people, even Spanish people. They stay in their own bubble. You know that. Some, you know, I could say a lot of people stay in their bubble, but it's time that we learn about each other and really start the conversation. And that's important to start mm -hmm. the conversation.
I just would have done it differently. Doesn't make my way wrong or her way wrong. It's just different. And the Black Shabbat party, I was hurt because she preaches Black support, Black excellence, Black this, Black that, and didn't invite the only other Black cast member. That's what I was hurt about. Mm. So I don't want to say phony because, you know, people say, oh, she's phony. She's hypocritical. All of this stuff. I just want to know why. Because we spoke about it. We really spoke about it. And mm. she did. That was the reason she told me. She did say because COVID and, um, you know, her friends uh, had gone on the experience. So look, all I wanted her to do is say, come on, look, we started off bumpy. We had an issue. I didn't want to invite you. And I can take it like a woman. Hey, if you didn't want to invite me, you got your choice. You don't, but I think the audience and everyone was like, I think, I mean, they came down real hard on her, I think because they were like, all right, we don't believe your movement. Cause a lot of my friends loved her. They did love her from, cause they were like, oh good, talk about this, talk about that. And I think they were disappointed in that. Cause you know, um, uh, and I was like, yeah, I don't go hard on her because I get it. You can have your own opinion. I guess people were like, look, you can have a different opinion but I don't want to see the same thing. We can see it in all the other shows, a black woman putting another black person down, doing the same old thing. You know what I mean? Not like, let's change it up. Let's let y'all have two different opinions. Let's talk about that. That's interesting. Like you said, all my friends thought that was interesting. Instead of saying- I, it, was it, it was, I mean, it was, I, I was kind of disappointed, but then I thought it, it is like you said, she has a, that's her prerogative. But again, it's interesting because I feel like it's, provides a different conversation than what we've ever seen on a reality show like this before. So I have to applaud you both for just taking, just being yourselves and going two different ways, but maybe coming back together at some point. Cause I believe there's always, right. we, we watch these shows for the, for the rise and fall yeah. of the relationships. The That's what we yeah. And like I said, I like, I like Ebony. I like what she's standing for and I like what she's doing it but I would do it differently. So what? I'm different. Why do yeah. I have to be like her? Why do we have to be? We're not the same. Nobody's the same. Actually, you know, if we were, it would be boring to me. That is true. You, you know? hit the nail on the head right there. It would be boring. Yes. Um, reunion. What's happening? When is the reunion? Oh my God. It's so, it's so crazy. I don't know. It's crazy. You know, Roni has been on an up and down rise. You know, it's been up and down and I think what happened is they're trying to get their foot on the ground you know on what's going on what do we need to do what you know all these like I tell people I love all the OGs we're good I just think yeah newbies everybody want newness that's just any show you add new people everybody wants that everybody mm -hmm. wants newness they want different storylines they want people added in that's just like think about empire every season they had to add something in power all of these things you have to add in and mm -hmm. it's just like right now we're going through a lot you know we're going through a lot just uh, we all are i mean covid finding look you know you don't know i'm starting a mental health app do you no i knew oh you know i remember i remember oh yeah yeah so i mean I started this app called You Are a Warrior, the letter URAWarrior.com, because we're going through a lot. Because I'm tired of the same old thing on social media, Instagram, right? You know, oh, you know, trolls are coming for you, negative people are coming for you. Wow, I'm so over that. We get it, girl. You know, what about a place where we can be safe and really talk about it? What about mm -hmm. a place where we can get the support? Because I know we need it. My gay friend is married. 
and doesn't want to leave because he's putting up a front. A front. You know, and so he's living this front. My bisexual friend is putting up a front. And these are people I love because I fight for the gays. I fight for LGBTQ. I fight for these people because what I fight for is being you. Mm-hmm. I fight for people being authentic because I wasn't for so long. So I fight for that because it's time that we can step into that. And so that's why the mental health app is I want to make a cool mental health app for to remove the stigma of all this shit we go through, all this stuff we're trying to put a front on. On Instagram, like we're billionaires and then we go ask somebody to borrow $5,000. We're putting on a show for everybody. Yeah. Why? We got to perform and be fake. It's time to stop that. Stop putting on the performance and be who you are. That's what mm. I'm for. Mm. I love that you are unafraid to say exactly what you feel and be yourself. And I've always admired that about you since first meeting you. Yeah, right. Yeah, right. You're a big personality, but you're also very real. And I think in order for us to get to a, a better place as a society that we have to figure out how to become more like that a little bit more real and have these types of real conversations. So I appreciate that. Um, before we end, what is next for Bashan Shah? We know we, we know about the app. Yep. We know that there's a reunion coming at some point. At some point. Uh, no at way. some right. point, right? Um, what's next for you? Do you want to go back for another season? Um, um, and what else are you up to? Okay, yeah. So I want everybody to join the app. So you are www.thelettereurawarrior.com. Get your perks. It launches in October. Um, I got a book coming out. That's good. I got a clothing line. I got, you know, bracelet, warrior bracelets and candles and a clothing line. Uh, I'm in the cannabis business. Wait for it, y'all. Wait for it. Yeah. Warrior cannabis. Come on. You know, I'm okay. a multipreneur. I'm a multipreneur. I don't play games. Uh, <laughs> I don't play. Look. <laughs> okay. Um, and you know, I don't know. Never say never. I got a lot of stuff on my plate. It was good to see how people perceive me. Because I did think that Sonya fight and all that, I was like, oh, they're going to hate me. They're going to destroy me. You know, you know, she got like two, three million followers. I got like 200, 300,000, whatever. You know, I just thought she was going to, they were going to destroy me. But they were like, you're fresh pair of eyes. It's fresh. It feels refreshing. It's new. You know, it doesn't feel dated. And I like that. So that was a good thing. Um, I don't know. We got to see, cause I got a lot of stuff going on. Okay. Okay. That is fair. Brashawn, thank you so much. I appreciate you. I appreciate the, the energy that you bring to the show. I do think, and I agree with everyone's assessment that it is refreshing you know, that New York is one of my favorite franchises. So it was nice to see this energy coming onto this show because I think it was the perfect timing for it. So thank you for that. Thank you for doing this interview. Um, Sky Squad, y'all listen, tell them where they can find you everywhere online. Oh yes, I love it, Sky Squad. Thank you guys. Um, At Instagram, spell my name right because no one does. Like. (laughs) My Instagram, they like, like, like Deshaun, we love Deshaun, we love Bushon. We lo- I'm like, everybody, Lord, can't y'all Google it? <laughs> He's just like at Instagram, so it's B-E-R-S-H-A-N-S-H-A-W. So it's a B-E-R-S-H-A-N-S-H-A-W on Twitter, on Instagram, on Facebook. Um, yeah, oh, I'm giving away 15 minutes free. 
for free coaching because we all need a coach. I have a coach. Yes, I do. We all need a coach. B-E-R-S-H-A-N.com. And then go to About Us. 15 minutes to get your life in order. I give you some tips, some helps. Look, you want to grow your business to seven figures. You want to um, speak on stage. You want to start branding. I'm going to tell you how I, I help people get their business in order, right? And get their mindset. Let me tell you, you don't grow your business. You don't become who you want to become because you don't believe you can do it. Why? What's that? I might be taking you up on that because I literally, this is so off topic, but, but on topic, I have been thinking to myself, I need a business coach. So I might be having to work that out with you after yeah, after all this. And I, you know, I mean, you know, I coach everyone from politicians to CEOs to entrepreneurs to influencers. I got to. Yeah. Yeah. I definitely. OK. OK. And, well, and, and let me tell you, everybody needs a coach. Why do you think? Exactly. Exactly. You know, Williams has a coach. LeBron mm-hmm. James has a coach. Michael Jordan. I mean, they all have Bill Gates. So people have coaches because we hold you accountable. We motivate you and take action to do the steps. And I'm the best in the business, y'all. So what? Hey. Hey. (laughs) Rashawn, thank you so much. Listen, I appreciate you so much for this. Sky Squad, listen. Uh, Make sure y'all follow her and all of her endeavors. Everything will be in the description link for this video. You can follow her on Instagram and all that. We'll have the uh, app website as well listed in the description link below too. And uh, Sky Squad, we will catch you guys in the next video. Yes. Thank you, babe. Bye squad. Sky squad. Love (laughs) y'all.